Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. You're listening to Numbers by Barons. It's Wednesday, April 26th. I'm Katie Ferguson, here with the numbers you need to navigate the markets this morning. Our first number is nine. That's how many rate increases the Federal Reserve has rolled out over the past year. And now, some believe that series of rate hikes may be coming to a pause. The central bank has made progress in its effort to minimize decades-high inflation. While the Fed still wants to see inflation fall, policymakers don't want to push the economy into a recession. The minutes from the Federal Open Market Committee's meeting in March showed members considering pausing rate increases, and now some say we could see a pause as soon as June. The federal fund's futures market is pricing in a roughly 70% chance that the central bank won't up the benchmark lending rate then. That's according to data from the CME Group. Futures indicate a 10% chance the committee cuts rates in June. But don't expect a huge rally from the stock market if a pause happens. The S&P 500 is up roughly 16% since hitting a low last October, while Treasury yields have dipped. The gains in stocks may indicate that investors expect growth will stabilize. So the announcement of a rate hike pause may not move the market too much. Still, historically, the market tends to rise in the year after a Fed pause, with an average gain of 12% in the S&P 500. The next number up is 2%. That's how much national home prices gained in February compared with the previous year. That's according to new data released yesterday from Case Schiller. The gain was a surprise and still marked the slowest rate of growth since July 2012. Back then, home prices were still recovering from the Great Recession. An index tracking home prices in 20 of the nation's largest metropolitan areas also rose, though it climbed just 0.4% from a year ago. Consensus estimates from a FactSet survey had expected a drop there. The latest data comes amid a cool-down that started last summer, following the rapid increase in housing prices during the COVID-19 pandemic. As a result of high demand from buyers, historically low mortgage rates, and low inventory, home prices increased 43% from March 2020 to the peak in June 2022. But as mortgage rates began to rise last year, the buying frenzy slowed down. Our last number is one cent. That's how much Verizon's adjusted first quarter earnings per share beat analyst estimates. Those came in at $1.20 a share and came as part of a disappointing earnings report. Sales missed Wall Street estimates and the company's subscriber base shrank in the quarter. Verizon said it expects total wireless service revenue to grow between 2.5 and 4.5% for the year, and its CEO said the company has taken steps to improve its performance. But like many companies, Verizon is facing the pressure of inflation, and that's showing up as a loss of subscribers. For the quarter, the company reported a net loss of 263,000 postpaid retail wireless phone customers. Last week, rival AT&T reported earnings and also faced waning consumer demand. Its postpaid subscribers hit the lowest level since early in the pandemic. The disappointing earnings report comes at a time of change for Verizon. In March, the company announced several management changes. Shares have dropped 6.8% so far this year. And that's Numbers by Barron's for Wednesday, April 26th. I'm Katie Ferguson, and we'll be back with more numbers you need to know tomorrow. Have a great day. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.